All right. So we just found out R. Kelly has been found guilty in a federal trial. Like it's it's a good day for the justice system. And I normally don't ever say that. Like I don't think I am a person that's like, hey, good job, the courts. But uh, <laughs> but uh, let me let me just <laughs> read a little bit and then I'm going to get your uh, opinion on it. So R&B singer R. Kelly, which I, I think from now on, I'm going to start calling him Robert or Robbie. Is that is that weird? Can I just no? Ask? I think Robert is perfect, uh, Gail King style. Yeah. So Robert Sylvester Kelly, uh, <laughs> he's just been found uh, guilty for charges on yeah racketeer. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that was up for it. Um, and the jury came to a conclusion on Monday, September 27th, which it was following a 23 days of trial. I didn't realize it was going on that long. That's insane. They even had a portion where they identified Aaliyah, but they just called her Jane Doe one. Um, I was never an R. Kelly fan. So, I mean, I think that's hard to say, like, I I, I don't give a shit and I'm happy, but like, I don't give a shit and I'm happy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like when it comes to when it comes to. So let me get two things from you. When it comes to separating the artist and the art, you know, the person and the artist, where do you fall? Um, Obviously, any opinions and comments that you want about Robert. And then uh, I'll have one follow up. I think I think it's impossible uh, to separate like art from the artist because that art came from them. It is a part of who they are. It is a part of their being. And like when you hear artists, artists talk about their art that way. They talk about it as, as as if it's something they gave birth to, right? That's the whole reason Lil Nas X did the thing he did with his album. Like it is a part of them. They pour a part of their soul into the art that they create, whether it's um, a musical artist or like a sculpture artist, different types of art. It is always going to be a part of them. So this idea of like separating the art from the artist is not possible. And it's like not possible by the very fact that they also acknowledge that their art is something that comes from them. I feel like that's something people say when they know that their favorite artist did something terrible and they still want to enjoy the music, which is fine. Do that. But let's not pretend (laughs) that that person is in trash. That's your business. That is your choice to make. But what we're not going to do is gaslight the rest of everyone else because you want to sit here and listen to a uh, step in the name of love. Like <laughs> that's not okay. Um, I have to look up what racketeering was. <laughs> cause I did not like, I think we've all heard that word cause we watch TV and stuff, but I didn't understand what it was. So it's the extortion of money or advantage by threat or force, which is a really weird like way to say this man was buying and selling teenage girls, basically. Like basically, like I mean, there's a sex trafficking where he he also there was um, charges of kidnapping. Like he's like yeah. imprisoning these these late. Like this shit is this shit is wild. I'm sorry. Yeah. Keep continue. Yeah. I hope they put him under the jail. He need to go to jail. <laughs> and. I have this problem because I I'm a huge advocate for the people who believe that we should abolish the prison system because it doesn't actually reform people. But then you see stuff like R. Kelly, and you're like, put him under the jail, girl. Yeah, like put him away for a long time. You can't reform it. Put it away. Yeah, they said he can face up to a max total of a hundred years in prison. So um, my my follow up is: Do you have an artist, uh, celebrity, 
that has <laughs> that has hurt you, <laughs> like that has done some some wild shit that made you like, ah, uh, I don't know how I feel about this person anymore. My the closest that I have is is Michael Jackson. Um, I love this human being for who he was to me, but it's so hard to like not believe he wasn't a freak. <laughs> you know, like there was the, like I feel like certain celebrities when you get to a certain le- like Britney Spears, like when you get to a certain level, you shave your hair off, you become a freak. Like you just you do like the pressure. I feel like I, I'm not saying he's guilty of A, B, and C. But I feel like there's some shit that he did that was probably like, I don't know if I agree with. And obviously, with the whole accusations, makes me like, ah. So that Michael Jackson would be the celebrity for me that I was like, I don't like these ac- ac- accusations, Mike. <laughs> you fucking on my childhood dream. That's fair. And not to like, not to excuse anything that he may or may not have done, but I feel like Michael Jackson is a really good example of how toxic child stardom can be. Because his childhood was essentially stolen from him. And from what we can see from the outside, which probably is only a slice of everything, he still kind of had a very infantile way of looking at things, probably because he never had the opportunity to mature to a level of adulthood because he'd spent his whole life in the spotlight and sheltered and all of these things. So I think probably the stuff he did, he he might not have looked at it that way or he could have because we don't know that man. But I feel like Michael Jackson would make the most interesting case study for somebody's like psychological, sociological paper. <laughs> I just want to know what happened. Um, <laughs> right. Mine is Bill Cosby. Bill oh, Cosby. Wow. Yeah. He broke me of every single kind of like stand culture oh. inkling that I ever had. I was like a Cosby fan. I didn't like his stand up as much, which I know is probably controversial for people. Like, cause a lot of people adore his standup. I didn't care for it. Um, but like the Cosby show, little bill, fat Albert, like he had a lot of things that created like cultural impact, especially for me directly, like being able to see a doctor and a lawyer married in this house in New York with all these children who weren't all perfect, but they found a way to like help. Like mm-hmm. it, it was really good message in there and now i'm just waiting for him to die so like <laughs> you know what just... I'm, I'm with you i uh unlike you i was i was never a, a bill cosby fan and i think i got when as i got older i started to appreciate a lot more of the things that he did do um however after i saw like i'm, I'm one of those weird people that sides uh, or maybe I used to like it was either Tupac or Biggie, and mm. with with the Bill Cosby, it was like Bill Cosby or Richard Pryor and and Eddie Murphy, and and Eddie Murphy's uh, special where he he talks about how Bill Cosby was giving him shit, and Rich Pryor was like, you know, if the sh- if people laugh, you know, laugh, let them laugh, and tell Bill Cosby shut the fuck up and have the coke. I was like, I don't like Bill Cosby. I'll, I'll never like him anymore. So. I was against him for a while, so it didn't it didn't do much for me. But I feel like it hurts the black communities when we, again, anytime one of our one of our people go down that had has done some positive things, it it just almost feel like it, it just gets washed, and it's like yeah, I don't know. Right, and don't so. get me wrong, but he was never perfect. He had that whole thing about respectability politics, and it's he. I think he raises the question for a lot of people 
of is it still a good deed if it came from a bad place? Like mm-hmm. he did a lot of good things because he believed these dudes need to pull their pants up and be respectful for white people. Does that still mean he did a good thing? <laughs> so, <laughs> it, I mean, he still helped a lot of HBCUs, but he also didn't like black people of a certain kind of flavor, you know? Yeah, so, not, not to, not to, Mentioned the rapes. <laughs> there was, there was oh, a, and the rapes. Yeah, this no. is aside from the rapes. <laughs> he, he was already terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can push it aside for uh, the rapes twenty women. Um, so, so real, real quick, you, you have. Um, I, I, do you consider yourself a show producer? Because you've, 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 you have a show that you independently have produced. Um, yeah. Do you do more of that? I've never really called myself that. Um, so, I mean, I guess technically I am. I do mm-hmm. produce that show, uh, just not very often. It's like once or twice a year because yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but it seems like you're pulling out the stops for this next one. Um, yep. the comedy kickback on uh, October 16th. 16th. Yep. Doing two shows at Tease Comedy Club in Des Moines, Iowa. And it. Uh, initially started as an all woman lineup, but it kind of just got changed uh, or revamped to a woman's takeover where yeah. you have a woman host feature and headliner and not to toot your horn, but like you are phenomenal. And I love this lineup. Um, go ahead and plug it and uh, tell everybody about it. So real quick, I'll mention why it shifted away from being like a ladies night type of thing. Um, mostly because I don't like, that we have to change the branding just because the lineup isn't all dudes, you know? So I wanted to keep the normal kickback and bias branding and just have it be mostly women and not say anything about it. Mm. Like, I I don't think it should be a big deal that we have mostly women on the show. There is a guy on the show, just one, but like, I I don't want to make a big deal of it because it shouldn't be. Mm. I don't like, I want it to be as normal as if the lineup was just a bunch of guys or the original five. I don't think it should be like a big deal. Um, so that's why it's not like marketed as a ladies night or anything like that. It's just uh, the October bias kickback boot things and all of that. Uh, so October 16th, I am bringing in Khadijah Cooper and Ashley Henderson from Minneapolis uh, I had the pleasure of meeting Khadija when I spent a week in Minneapolis just doing open mics and comedy and stuff and saw her perform and thought she was like super funny just almost immediately. And then I've been following Ashley on Instagram for the past couple months, um, watching her videos where she like recreates classic 90s <laughs> R&B videos. And she just posted one. Uh, about doing praise dances in <laughs> church while wearing Nike slides and had on the praise skirt and everything a fool. Oh my God. So I can't even wait to see her. I haven't seen her perform personally, but I can already tell uh, that's going to be fun, a fun experience. Uh, so Khadija is our feature. Ashley is our headliner. And then we have Jordan Morrow doing uh, a guest spot during it. And he is also incredibly funny. Uh, just like me, he started comedy recently, so I'm really excited. I love his comedy. Uh, he has the best joke about how he uh, used to try to be a gangster, and then he was like, but I still like Disney movies. I can't be a gangster. 
Like I, I love it. So I'm super excited for that show. We're going to do a giveaway for it. Um, I have these bottles of wine from a black owned winery that I know about in Napa called Brown Estate. And I'm going to give away a four top. So four tickets and they can have this bottle of wine at the table and share it. And it's going to be great. So I'm excited for this show. I'm hoping to sell it out. Uh, I always feel like anytime a black person is visiting Des Moines, I want to make sure that they have the crowd they deserve. So Mm. that's why I really want to push to get as many people there as possible. All right. I'm I'm sure uh, you will. You've you've done a phenomenal job in previous shows. And there is some excitement to this. Uh, Yeah, I I met Khadija. She's actually been on the podcast uh, last, I think last season. And just talking to her is a lot of fun. And then you you learn her comedy journey, which is not as long as many people would uh, expect. And Ashley was one of the first people that I linked up with after I moved back to Iowa. Um, so it's just going to be fantastic. I can't wait. And um, can you tell people how they can get tickets? We'll just go ahead and plug that real quick. And Yep. You can get tickets at teheescomedy.com. Uh, just go to the events page and go down to the October Bias Kickback Uh also titled Boo Things to pick up some tickets. Yeah. And uh, if you follow Bias Black Iowa Streams, you can go through the Black Iowa Streams link tree uh, and it'll take you to there as well. So uh, have a phenomenal show and I can't wait to see it. 